Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Wow. Hello and welcome to the Abroad Japan podcast, probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm your host, Chris Broad, and we're joined, as always, by top London radio DJ and certified Japanophile, Mr. Pete Donaldson. Pete, how you doing? I'm good, man. Just woke up, got a cup of coffee in my hand, and I'm raring to go, brother. Coffee. That is so last week. Do you know what I'm <laughs> drinking? I've what? moved on. My coffee days are behind me. Right. It's not milk. It's not... Coffee, it's chamomile tea. Oh, chamomile tea, right, okay, sorry, okay. Uh, so you're re- retiring from the world of uh, caffeine, Chris? Yeah, I thought it's time to try something a little bit different, a new mm. strategy, try and yeah. get caffeine out of my system, and then I can reboot, potentially, you mm. know, I can reintroduce <laughs> it into my life, and it will have an effect again. I think I've got, like, a tolerance to coffee, so right. that's my strategy. How many, so, so you say you're giving up coffee. How many coffees have you had today? I've had... One coffee, just one. <laughs> okay, that's not too bad, actually, for you. I know, right? I think by this point in the day, I've usually had at least five or six coffees. So that's is the beginning of a new me. It all starts here. <laughs> Your diet is the same as people who come over and have terrible jet lag. <laughs> it's that bad. Speaking <laughs> of jet lag, actually, um, mm. Riotro is in London in about, what, three or four hours? Oh. You should be there to welcome him at Terminal 5. I'm sure good on Terminal Get 5 down to he's fine. <laughs> yeah, what, bus- what business does he have in uh, in town? I don't actually. He he tends to do a lot of um, travel consulting, so he travels the right. world and kind of learns about how to promote places, you yeah. know, and see how other countries do it. So he's come to the UK, I think, to see how we promote the UK, and then to bring that knowledge back to Japan and uh, teach his newfound wisdom. So mm. I think he's going to Cambridge. So if anybody's listening. Uh, this Keep podcast is coming out today, the day we've recorded it, so yeah. if you're in Cambridge, walk around Cambridge and you probably, there's a good chance you'll bump into him and then you can <laughs> get a selfie, that's all he's good for. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess there'll be a lot of, uh, a lot of I mean, how do we promote ourselves as, as, as the Brits? I mean, we just sort of, we're an island nation and we think we're better than everyone else. It's the perfect blueprint. <laughs> what more could you want? <laughs> Perfect, job done. But I don't know why he's going to Cambridge exactly. Um, we'll see. He tends to uh, 
like brag about where he's gone on his Instagram stories mm. quite a lot. So if you want to go and check him out, Ryotaro Japan or Ryotaro the Man or something, it's called on Instagram. He'll uh, be loads of pictures coming up of London and Cambridge in the next few days. So, so that means keep um, track of him that way. So that means that uh, me and Ryotaro could have done a podcast instead of this remote version yeah. we've got here. Could have should have yeah. got him in a room. <laughs> We could do. I'll uh, I'll drop him a line and see if he can reach out to you. <laughs> have you ever met him? You've um, never met him, have you, actually? I no, I don't think I have. I, but I feel like I've known him because... Uh, right. Because uh, we hang you out feel so feel like you know him. Oh, me and you. <laughs> well, actually, on um, on Journey Across Japan, the day after you left, mm. I met Ryotaro and carried on the cycle. So it felt right. like you met, but you didn't. So maybe <laughs> finally this time. Make it happen. Yeah. Get down to Heathrow Airport. But I've had a weird week. Right. I um, t- Cutting out caffeine aside, I've got loads of people the other day messaging me. Turns out the aforementioned cat documentary that I mentioned, I think, last week. Yeah. Um, the cat documentary I did like three or four years ago. It's resurfaced yet again. Uh, last month, I think it, was, it featured on Emirates, Emirates aircraft. So right. people flying on Emirates planes around the world could see me walking around Japan with various cats today. Uh, it was on the, it was on TV in the Czech Republic. Uh, right. So I got loads of people messaging me from Czech Republic just showing me photos they'd taken of their television with me sat on a sofa amongst a pile of cats. Um, it's brilliant. Didn't even yeah. know I wanted that to happen, but well, it made did, my did, day. Does YouTube have a carte blanche kind of uh, like, a, like a, an agreement with Emirates where you can just put YouTube content on there? And you, you know, do you get a little well, bit of cash not, or does it, is that how it works? It's not... Um, it's not YouTube content. This cat documentary, um, I can't remember what it's called. I think it's called... Nope, I've forgotten it. Mm. But it's got cats in it, basically. And three or four years ago, a documentary film producer came to me and was like, Chris, we think you'd be perfect to make a documentary oh, about cats. I was like, presenter, right? I'm definitely not perfect. I'm the worst possible choice. But he still wanted to use me uh, for mm. some reason. We went ahead with it. And um, yeah, he seems to be distributing it, even now, three years after it was released. Two or three years <laughs> after it was released. It's popping up in South America, on Emirates, and now in Czech Republic. Oh, and Sweden. It was in Sweden last month as well. Okay. So, oh, nice. Who knows where it could be next. Fun, fun, could be fun. coming to a country near you. Repeat feed, yeah. baby. <laughs> if only. Yeah, I should have written that into my contract. Mm. I was very stupid and uh, took an upfront fee. Don't do that. Learn about how to do contracts, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, another another thing that's been bugging me this week... Uh, lots of people have been tweeting me and commenting. You may recall, I think two years ago, I made a video called 12 Things Not To Do In Japan. Do you remember remember seeing that one, Pete? Do I do. It? I do remember that uh, very clearly. Just, it's uh, it's actually the, the biggest, uh, the most viewed video I've ever made. I think it's got like 12 million views. Mm. And it's just me going around warning, you know, warning foreigners not what to do when in Japan. And... Yeah. Um, Somehow, that video seems to have been featured on a Japanese forum or vlog or somewhere recently. I don't know where. uh, Because it's got a massive surge of um, comments from Japanese viewers. And I don't really want that. I never really wanted that because (laughs) I thought it might bring a lot of scrutiny. Mm. And it has on one particular point. And the point in question is the point where I said, don't walk through Japan um, eating and drinking whilst walking. Like, don't go and walk and eat at the same time. Mm. And... um, yeah, a lot of the comments say, oh, that's not true, you can do that, we don't have that rule. But I still stand firm on it. Though there's, it's not illegal, you know, you can... I do it as much as anyone. I do go down the street and I walk and eat often. Mm. It's kind of like a, a rule not to do 
if you don't want people staring at you and looking angry yeah, at you. Exactly. Um, it is quite uncommon. Yeah. yeah, you don't see anybody eating on the street, apart from um, people who aren't from there. <laughs> Basically me, yeah. fried chicken in hand. I um, <laughs> there's, there's several reasons why. First off, people are just generally conscious about making a mess, you know, and it's hard to deny... When you're eating fried chicken or anything, you know, it's going to be crumbs and batter yeah. and despair dropping all over the floor, um, especially if it's me, which is probably why I get the look of death so often when I'm eating in public. But, um, <laughs> you know, another reason is also apparently after World War II, uh, there was a lot of rationing. Obviously, food wasn't easy to come by for a lot of people. And uh, they say that they don't like it when you eat and walk at the same time because you're not showing appreciation for the food right it yeah. just seems like you're taking it for granted and so a lot of elderly people in japan kind of uh held on to that after the war even into the economic when japan enjoyed an economic boom um and so that's another reason why people don't do it so two two factors but uh for the most part i'd say don't do it just be careful be wary um but if you really feel hungry in public just go for it do it break I the rule st- i stand with chris <laughs> you must walk through Japan an awful lot with a sachet of coolish. Well, yeah, but hand. I mean that's an ice cream, though, isn't it? You're fine with that. That's just that. Uh, you could probably argue that that's like a an energy jelly, and you need it to 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 get moving. You say that. You say <laughs> that. But the other week, I was uh, driving through the countryside on a road trip to see Natsuki, and I thought, you know what? I'm going to have a coolish. Yeah. I got the coolish. Open it up, and I had a little bit, and then I kind of sealed it back up, and it had it was just sort of sitting there on my lap. Uh, and then 20 minutes later, I opened it up again, and, and all water. the ice cream had melted, <laughs> and it f- bloody sachet exploded all over my trousers, all yes. over the car, a wave of cheap vanilla ice cream, <laughs> the likes of which the world has never seen. And I arrived uh, in, in Yamagata to see Natsuki just covered in ice cream, yeah. and I vowed never to have a coolish again. Covered in a mysterious a white liquid. Oh, Chris, my <laughs> word. In your crotch as well. You yeah, just, no, it's, it's, you're not doing me any favours. I am doing my best, Chris, every time somebody tweets <laughs> me, as discussed, uh, about Lottie Coolish, and you're CC'd in all of them as well, so you'll know. Um, oh, no, I, have to, I have to CC Lottie Coolish in, and have they got back to me? They've posted on Twitter since. Why, oh why, they don't see that I'm the only person on the internet tweeting about goddamn Coolish. Why won't they notice me, Chris? Why won't they notice me? I don't know, but you've started you've started a legitimate movement um, because mm. there's so many damn tweets about this bloody ice cream now. <laughs> it's inescapable. Yes. Absolutely frustrating as hell. Love it. There you go. Anyway, today I come to you not with Coolish, but of stories of a cheap hotel room. The cheapest hotel room in all of Japan. How cheap Ooh. is it, though? Um, well, that's that's what I'm about to reveal. I was going to go and sip a bit of my tea then, but I realised when you're doing a podcast, you can't stop talking. Yeah, <laughs> you think after two years that. of doing a podcast, yeah, you think after all these years, two years almost, I'd know how to do things on a podcast. Yeah. Um, so basically, a uh, a cheap Jap- a business hotel in Fukuoka um, has opened a new hotel room, which is... It's only 130 yen to stay the night, um, which is what? What even is that? It's about $1.30, $1.20 or a pound, yeah, about a quid. Um, which is a, yeah, it's, it's, bas- it's a, basically free. In fact, I think that's less than the cost of a coolish. Maybe a coolish <laughs> is about 100 yen. I think it's so a bit more than that. Yeah, I, think be, I think it might be 200 yen. Mm. Yeah. 
can stay in a room for the cost of a coolish. What? Um, I think the average price for accommodation, hotel, a hostel dorm, is about 2,300 yen. Uh, mm. Capsule hotels, 4,500 yen. Love hotels, 8,000 yen. Uh, so give you some sort of sense of scale. Mm. It's very, very cheap, 130 yeah. yen. And it's located in a good area in Fukuoka City, about 15 minutes walk from Tenjin, which is one of the main districts in Fukuoka. So it's in a pretty good lucrative position mm. uh, and it is a little old-fashioned yokan but can you guess pete why the room is so cheap because it does come with a caveat it does come with a catch what is it what do you reckon it is <sighs> no I mean, tea. what's the name of it it's called business yokan asahi don't google it do you don't have cheat. to do you have to um drink your weight in asahi <laughs> <laughs> It's not a bad idea. Um, um, I mean, I, do, I, I don't know how that's a business, to be honest. I, I can't figure it out. Well, basically, um, the hotel has one room that doesn't seem to be doing well. Room 8. I don't know why. Right. Although, looking at videos of the room, it does look pretty dingy. But basically, if you stay in this room, room 8, and you pay 130 yen, you have to be live-streamed on the hotel's channel, the hotel's YouTube channel, mm. uh, and you have to basically have your entire time there filmed and uploaded and shown to the world in real time <laughs> on their YouTube channel called One Dollar Hotel. What do you reckon about that? <laughs> So you're basically a, um, a cam girl, cam boy. When Effectively, you go there. although there's um, they they switched the sound off, so there's no sound for right. uh, copyright reasons, unfortunately. <laughs> um, basically, you become an in real life streamer for the night. There's no blind spots in the room itself, so it's quite a small room. Mm. Um, fortunately, the toilet isn't in the room; it's down right. the corridor in a shared shared bathroom. Cool. Um, but uh, but I think the the old fashioned hotel is basically struggling with occupants occupancy, um, and the the owner wanted to see if he could run the room off of ad revenue instead of accommodation mm. fees, which is quite a bold idea. And I was looking Very through clever. the live videos. I was looking through the live videos. One of them had uh, about seventy two thousand views, which could have generated a whopping twenty to thirty dollars of ad revenue. So I don't know if he's going to be able to really cover the cost of people staying in the room the night just through uh, ad revenue, especially if it's a live video. I don't think you even have ads on live videos. So a bit of a flawed idea. That said, it seems to have generated hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of publicity yeah. throughout Japan, as I've seen this kind of story featured everywhere. So I think that's the real genius of the idea, well, the real genius behind creating this cheapest <laughs> hotel room in Japan. It's just the sheer amount of free publicity he's been getting. That's incredible. I mean, if if that was in... I know Fukuoka's a big city, but, like, yeah. if that was in Tokyo, that just... No matter where it was in Tokyo, it could be anywhere, um, people would be taking them up on that. Because how many people kind of... Uh, that's the one of the first things they ask you, certainly on the emails and stuff. You know, how can you save money going around Japan? How can you save money on hotels and stuff? Because they are a massive, massive expense when it comes to a holiday. Oh, the biggest, especially in Japan. Mm. I think um, this guy, his Ryokan, is a bit old-fashioned. It's an old-fashioned inn. Yeah. If you look at the videos, uh, and you can check it out. It's called One Dollar Hotel. It's on, that's the name of the YouTube channel. And they've oh. got lots of videos, which I'll get to in a minute. But the um, the rooms are kind of old-fashioned. They've got tatami mat floors. You sleep on a futon. Mm. It's very minimalistic. And I think perhaps, given the Olympics are coming next year, we've seen a massive boom in hotel construction across mm. the country. And so perhaps he's kind of been pushed out the market, as it were, and this is his last desperate attempt <laughs> to uh, 
claw back some you, guests. Do you have to? Um, are you only allowed to spend one night? Because obviously he wants variety on his shows. Do you? Uh, is it that, or, do, or can you um, <laughs> stay for more than one day? <laughs> <laughs> trying to game the system already. Yeah, already trying to find ways of gaming. Stay the for system. two weeks. It's true though. <laughs> You stayed two weeks. How much would that be? That would be <laughs> it's like eighteen hundred yen. Yeah, like fifteen dollars for two weeks of uh, accommodation. Although you will <laughs> have been watched by potentially thousands of people around the world. Mm. Um, Who cares? Don't know if you'd want that or not. Would you want that? How do you feel about it? I mean, I mean, you know, you've been watched, so whatever. You know, don't get up to anything naughty. It would certainly help. <laughs> well, certainly help me cut down. <laughs> I'm doing naughty stuff. Viewers would be viewers would be treated to the scene of you just sitting there drinking beer night after <laughs> night alone. Beer and one not, cup sucking. Don't, drink, don't drink beer in the house, thank you. So <laughs> <laughs> sure. lies. But you have to um, you have to refrain from being naked, unfortunately. Right. Or fortunately, depending on how you look at it. Uh i I did actually sit down earlier and watch a few of these live streams and uh, you know I think live videos on YouTube can be up to 12 hours in length. And you right. can see, I watched the owner. He filmed himself because presumably there was no guests that day. <laughs> uh, and I, I, I opened the video and uh, it just opened to a shot of the room uh, with a desk in it and a whiteboard. And it said, I'm in a meeting coming back at 5 p.m. was written mm. on the whiteboard. Uh, so there's nothing going on. So I flicked forward 12 hours earlier uh, to about 5 a.m. And I could see him sleeping on a futon in a relatively dimly lit room and the whiteboard just had written on it oyasumi mm. uh good night literally um <laughs> and then i kind of swiped forward to 8:30 and he woke up at 8:30 he tidied up the futon and he made a coffee he sat at his desk for a little bit typed and then he replaced the good night whiteboard with a good morning one oh. and then after about half an hour he wrote on the whiteboard i'm going out now back at 2 p.m. And uh, disappeared. You and get left the back here, there, mister. So. You get back here and entertain uh, us. This isn't The Sims. It, <laughs> it's quite anticlimactic, right? It's quite yeah. unimpressive. Yet, like a lot of, you know, like a lot of live videos, there's something kind of weirdly hypnotic about yeah. it. You want to see what happens next. You want to know what's going on. And while I was watching it, there were about, you know, 51 people watching it in real time and quite a lot of <laughs> comments going on. So... Yeah, he Brilliant. seems to have amassed a little bit of a following. Yeah, I've got a lot of time for you that. You can watch it now. I've put the link on there. On yeah, the, um, I've sent you the link, Pete. Yeah. Go and look at it. See right, what he's no, doing no. now. Should we see what he's doing now? I do, you have a look, because I don't, I don't want to trust my uh, Wi-Fi right. to, uh, to allow it. <laughs> All right. Um, so it's uh, 7 p.m. on Wednesday, and it's just nothing going on in the room. <laughs> it's just the whiteboard on the desk saying, mm. going out for a meeting again dot 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 back at 8.30pm so in 90 minutes <laughs> shit's going to hit the fan something amazing's going to happen mm. probably he's going to come in and go to sleep he's out for he's out for a meeting <laughs> I like that yeah. he's out for a meeting every seems to do that an awful lot with his bank manager going you've got to stop this Steve you've just got to stop this this, this is no way to run a company <laughs> the publicity was good for a week but yeah. you've got to get back to actually trying to get guests in there yeah <laughs> would you go on there though would you do it would you go um, and make a video on your next yeah, trip I think, yeah I think so that would be a fun little uh, fun little day I love Fukuoka one of my favourite parts of uh, Japan so yeah cool well it is in a good area it's like in Tenjin yeah which Tenjin's is, um, right, like, you know, right where the, all the action the, is the the drinking district and near that like uh, little market near the river lovely beautiful yeah you've got the Yatai Mura stands and stuff yeah, yeah. maybe I'll give it a try although <laughs> It could be a little bit dodgy because, you know, people might recognise you. The great Pete Donaldson mm. of a Braun Japan podcast fame. 
he's right there right now. Let's go and wait outside the front until he wakes up. Yeah. Could be a little bit risky. I have to go out the back entrance, so to speak. You might have a a group of fans waiting outside, coolish in hand, (laughs) (laughs) to welcome you with open arms. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavour. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. In our daily lives, we all carry around with us different stressors. They can be big, they can be small, and sometimes we might not even realise that we're carrying them around with us. But if these feelings stay bottled up, they can start to affect us negatively, which is why having a positive outlet for discussion can be such a valuable tool for your well-being. Therapy can be a perfect outlet for your inner stressors. It's a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Sometimes just speaking things out into the open can be such a great release of inner tension. So you can spend less time stressing about the issue and more time figuring out how you can overcome it. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash Japan today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com forward slash Japan. There you go. If you want to stay in the cheapest hotel in all of Japan ever, the, uh, well, the $1 hotel, Business Ryokan Asahi, 130 yen for one night. Go and check it out. It's, uh, well, if you do go there, let us know how it is. Go and send us a fax machine and let us know if it was mm. worth it or not. We'll hear your review. Uh, and speaking of the fax machine, what have we got this week, Mr. Donaldson? Um, we've got uh, an email from uh, Gurgly from uh, Hungary. I think that's how you pronounce your name. Yeah, Gurgly. Um, <laughs> here, Chris and Pete. Uh, I've finally caught up with all the episodes, so I thought I'd celebrate it by sharing a story that happened at the end of my second trip uh, to Japan. Uh, we were passing Ooh. time at Haneda Airport with a friend of mine waiting for our return flight when an elderly Japanese man with a long grey beard suddenly ran past us, uh, dragging a small suitcase. The occurrence, uh, the occurrence uh, would not have been too particular if not for the Japanese schoolgirl uniform uh, the old man was wearing. Skirt, high socks the whole shebang so we've got an old man what? in a schoolgirl costume running through <laughs> Haneda airport 
Wow. Standard um, standard day yeah, out. Standard, standard day out, isn't it? My friend and I looked at each other in disbelief. Too dumbfounded to even take our smartphones out for a quick picture. Uh, this must have been some kind of joke, we thought, or maybe we happened upon a movie set or something. But there were no cameras around, so we just shrugged and moved on to get a cold mug of Asahi uh, super dry before our flight. Filing the strange occurrence into the Japan is weird folder in our minds. It was later back home when, out of curiosity, I googled all Japanese man in schoolgirl uniform and was finally able to put an end to the airport mystery. There's uh, quite a bit of information mm. about said man on the internet, Mr. Hideaki Kobayashi, uh, better known as the sailor suit old man. Apparently, he's quite a phenomenon <laughs> in Japan. I've since forgotten why he uh, dresses this way, but uh, I sure as hell will never forget his little chicken legs in tiny skirts running past me at the busy airport. <laughs> Certainly, that is, uh, that is something else. Fantastic. Scarred forever. Yeah. Bloody hell. I um, Well, I looked up this guy because, you know, there's not going to be many folks doing no. this. Um, mm. He's either somebody who's escaped from some sort of facility or somebody with interesting motives. And, I, yeah, I Googled him. He looks like he's a famous guy. Um, he's often referred mm. to as Japan's most famous schoolgirl. Uh, even though it is just an old man <laughs> in a dress. Um, basically, uh, Hideaki, he was an IT engineer and an experienced photographer. And he just thought, you know what, I'm going to do something a little bit fun. And he went to some sort of art and design conference and dressed up in a skirt and everyone loved it. <laughs> and it kind of stuck, you know, he kind of stuck to this this great idea. And yeah. uh, to quote, to quote Kobayashi-san, he says, I want to give society... <laughs> I want to give society an element of surprise and impact, and I want to cheerfully enliven Japan. Uh, <laughs> cheerfully enliven Japan. Yeah. Uh, if I, you want to um... see this guy, it's uh, well, it's quite an interesting site. Just type in "sailor suit old man" onto Google, and uh, there's no escape from his. Mm. <laughs> no escape from him, to be honest. The uh, the the the, uh, the actual piece itself is uh, is from Kotaku, which is uh, my, probably my favourite video game site. Uh, I love a little peruser on there. Not so good. Um, the um, it sort of reminds me of when uh, dads in the nineties used to dress as the Spice Girls for like nights out on a Saturday. Oh God, I remember that um, all too well. Do you remember, like Horrific. when dads were just doing? Yeah, they're, I just, do. they're just working through some stuff in their mind, but they don't want to. They're just working through some stuff. They just like the way the tights feel, and they just, you know, they, they don't want to admit it to themselves that it's actually quite fun. It was horrific. <laughs> I remember. I remember it all too well, and I've I've done a good job getting rid of that image out of my mind of loads of old men. Every of dad did it. Every British dad did guys it. dressed as Spice Girls. <laughs> terrible, but. Uh, <laughs> yeah, go and check out this guy, Kobayashi-san. If you see a guy, an old guy running through Haneda, dressed as a dressed as a Sailor Moon outfit person, <laughs> um, don't be afraid. He's no. just a just well, maybe do be afraid, be a, be, but be a bit uh, afraid, yeah. he's famous, so it's Fear okay. Is healthy. It's okay to dress like that. Yeah. <laughs> never know, you might see him when you're over here next time, Pete. Yeah, famous, um, famous people cool. have never done anything evil. <laughs> Absolutely. <Yeah>. That's, <laughs> that's the way the world works. Mm. Uh, we've got one from Melissa here. It says, Hi, Chris and Pete. We're Melissa and Ashlyn. Cool. Uh, we're names, finally going to guys. Japan. It's all thanks to you, Natsuki, Ryotaro, and Pete. Thank you. We have a few weeks. So we have a few questions about our December to January New Year trip to Tokyo. We are a lesbian couple, and I'm worried we'll show that too much. Uh, we may go into a love hotel together. Do you think that it will be uninterrupted? Uh, we haven't heard much about lesbian views in Japan, actually. And they've got a second question they ask. Uh, we hopefully, we'll hopefully be going to hack on it for the day and wonder if you know much about the area in terms of points of interest and things to do. Mm. Thank you, Melissa. Interesting oh. one. 
I uh, I remember I think I've talked about before how I tried to get into a I tried to get into a love hotel with my friend uh, Regan, Australian mm. bloke, Regan the vegan, uh, several years ago, and they turned us down. They wouldn't let two guys go into a love hotel. Uh, but I have seen it seems to be okay with girls. I've got quite a few uh, friends that seem to have gone in effortlessly if it's two girls. I'm not sure why that's okay. But guys can't. But it is on a case by case basis, really, depending yeah. on the love hotel. But uh, I don't think it'll be interrupted if you do get in there. I don't think anyone's going to burst in and uh, interrupt anything. So don't worry about that. Unless it's one being... of those hotels that uh, are on the internet. <laughs> yes, unless it's the aforementioned uh, hundred hundred yen hotel. But uh, you know, I, lesbian. I mean, I don't. I don't know anyone who is a lesbian in Japan, so I can't really offer much of an insight. What I will say is. I don't think it'll be that much of an issue. I don't think anything will really happen. So don't let it, you know, don't let that stand in the way of a trip or worry about it too much. Um, in terms of lesbian views in Japan, I'm not sure. It's not really talked about that much. Do you have any no, knowledge I mean, on the subject, I mean, Mr. Donaldson? I mean, there's, I mean there's, there's gay areas and stuff, so I mean, like, you, you'll, you'll yeah, get yeah. there. Um, so you'll be able to find bars and stuff that, that, that might um, pique your interest. But, like, um, no, I mean, fundamentally, I th- I've not seen any... I've not seen any... Um, female gear um people have any have any problems it'd probably be in the news wouldn't it but um no seems, seems fine but yeah they, i mean they are a bit backwards on their on their uh gear rights but um mm. but they um but uh well, yeah, certainly I, I've, I've not heard any horror stories anyway well public displays of affection just aren't really a thing in japan in general mm. so you know if you do do anything in public you might heads might be turned just for the reason you're doing public displays of affection in public. So, yeah, that's the only factor I would say. Um, yeah, don't worry about it. Have a great time. And let us know, actually, if you do get into a love hotel or if they turn you down, let me let me know on the podcast. It'd be quite interesting to find out. Uh, and turning our attention to the second question about Hack On Air. Have you ever been to um, Hack On Air, Pete, the, uh, I, the hot spring resort no, in between no. Tokyo and uh, Nagoya? I, I sent my friends off to do it, and they didn't do it, and then they came back, and I was yeah. like, "Why didn't you go to the onsen?" Because I, I was a bit worried about my tattoos; I wouldn't be allowed in and stuff. But uh, no, they uh, they seemed to um, they, they just chinned off the whole idea and did something else instead. So, well, what can you do? Well, I mean, what can you do, Chris? I have been to Hakone once, and I quite liked it. The weather the weather wasn't very good, but uh, I had a nice time. I got a room. I went on a date there, and I got a room with a private onsen, and that was really nice. Really? Just sitting in your own kind of private hot spring in your room, and that would be the first thing on my list. Try and get a place where you get a, hot, a kind of hot spring in your room. It's quite yeah. rare throughout oh. Japan, and Hakone is one of the places you can do it. There's a great open air museum as well. It has some fantastic <clears throat> exhibits and things, and um, I find a lot of people get selfies by the Hakone Shrine or Lake Ashi. Um, I think everyone that's come to Japan ever, except Pete Donaldson, has got a photo <laughs> there by that shrine. I don't know why it's that one. Mm. Always that shrine, Hakone Shrine. And also um, Hakone Ropeway to the Oakudani um, volcano area. It's quite mm. a volcanic area. Uh, there's like steam and stuff coming up. There's sulfur, sulfur kind of bubbling and whatnot. But also on a good day, you might be able to get the money shot of Mount Fuji, uh, and that's my main reason for going there. Oh. You know, trying to see Mount Fuji and enjoying the hot spring. But Hakone is a lovely place, and the next time I go, hopefully the weather will not let me down as it did the last time. <laughs> but uh, yeah, definitely worth trying out. Lovely old job. Anything you'd like to add, Mister Dawson? Uh, well, since I've never been, no. But uh, but you know, it sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> Maybe I, I, yeah. I do need to sort of just 
pin down all of the things I've never done. I've still not been to Tokyo Game Show properly. Um, <gasps> I need to do that next year, which is a disgrace, really. Um, I think I, I tried you went to the attempt- first time. You went the first time we met in Japan, didn't you? No, I was supposed to be going. I was supposed to be going there, I, and I never actually what? got there. I met up with a friend. I met up with a mate who was who was at Tokyo Game Show, but I just never. I never actually got down you, to the blooming thing itself. You bloody what? I remember driving you across Yamagata at breakneck speed to get on the bullet <laughs> train so you could get to the Tokyo Game Show. So fast was I driving, I got a speeding ticket for the first time ever yeah, no, in my I life. Went, and you're well, telling no, it me wasn't after the Tokyo Game Show itself. It was a party that I oh. said I would, I would attend. Sorry, Chris. You son of a bit. This oh, is a friendship dear. in tatters. What I'm a way an- to end this week's podcast. I'm, an- <laughs> I'm so angry. I'm going to shout at you the moment this podcast is over. Um, I'm a but keep the comments, stories, questions coming into Brunja podcast at gmail.com we'll be back next time next week to do it all over again folks but for now no matter where you might be out there in the big wide world uh, we'll see you next Wednesday have yourself a fantastic week there might be another podcast you never know <laughs> this was a Stakhanov production. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.